Hello, basketball fans. My name's Beckham. And I'm his dad. And this is the podcast where we give a new and old hey. perspective on the world of basketball. This is The Basketball Kid. Hi guys, welcome back to The Basketball Kid. And today we're going to be continuing our series with randomized NBA teams and everything about them. Today we are going to be talking about Orlando Magic. So, you excited for this team, Dad? Um, I guess so. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I was I was around with the whole, you know, the whole years with Penny and Shaq and stuff like that. Um, other than that, I don't know a lot about them. So, um, but that's that's what you're here for. So yeah. you can you can tell me all about them. So what uh, what's some things you want to talk about so far? So um, today we're going to start off with the top three best draft day decisions and the top three worst draft day decisions. And I'm going to start off with best because we, we want to start off with a high note. We, we don't want to get like down in the dumps first. Okay. Thing. So again, are we, when we're talking about best, are we talking three, two, one, one, two, three, how do you want to count them down? Uh, I'm going to do three, two, one, because I, if you do one, two, three, it's sort of like saying, Oh, here's like best to worst. Like I, I want to go, I want it to be like, I don't know the word, like climactic. You want to, you want to have a build up. Yeah. Okay. All right, so of the of the best uh, draft day decisions, what who's number three? Number three is in 2004 where the Orlando Magic selected a high schooler named Dwight Howard. Okay, I remember he had a really big impact. They like they do a lot of players. They you know say here's the next Shaq, here's the next Jordan, here's an, I know he was he was he was ranked very high. Yeah, I mean Dwight Howard at his time was. I do got to say, one of the best centers, if not the best center in the league later on when it came to, like, 2008 to, like, 2010 range when he made it to the finals against Kobe in 2009. Okay, so that was number three. So who do you have for number two? Number two I have in 1993 where actually the Orlando Magic selected Chris Webber first overall but ended up trading him for one of the best point guards of all time and – their front runner with this the next pick, Penny Hardaway. Okay, I mean I'm, I remember the the commercials. I know you're not old enough for this, but I remember the commercials with with Penny and Little Penny and and things like that. And he uh, he he was a he was a, a crazy pick. He definitely was. So I mean that was that was a that was a great thing. I mean Weber was still a good player, but um, but yeah, for them to get Penny, I think that really kind of supercharged them. So who uh, who do you have for number one for that? So, number one, we have in 1992 where the Orlando Magic selected, in my opinion, a top five, maybe top three center of all time, Shaquille O'Neal out of S- out of LSU. Yeah, I mean, that was something where I think they – I can't remember who the other – do you remember who the other draft pick? There was some other draft pick that there they There was fought. Christian Leitner. That's right. It was Leitner, and they, they went with uh, – they went with Diesel. So, yeah, I do, I do remember that, and I mean, I think it was – of course, Shaq made an instant impact, but then when you had Penny come along, like the next year later, and I mean, it was like mad, you know. Well, not to be funny, but it was magic, uh, you know. No, no pun intended. The thing is, there are two reasons why, like, two things about like this duo that I'd like to mention. Um, one, the main reason that Shaq was not selected for the as the college player in the dream for the dream team in 1992 is because Leitner was sort of a dude that could like. M- sort of like go with the flow and like mesh well with other players, let other people take the lead. Whereas Shaq, I mean, you know Shaq. Shaq was like, no, but that's my spotlight. 
I'll do what I do out there. I don't care what you think. I, I understand that. I mean, I think that, and he did have an instant impact, but I mean, when you had, you know, Ewing and Robinson and things like that, you, you needed somebody else that was, that was a big man that was also going to not, you know, try to outshine the, the, uh, the legends per se. And I, I totally agree. I think that, that Shaq would have came in there and tried to make a name right away. And Leitner, I mean, he didn't really do a lot. I mean, to be honest, on the Dream Team, there were so many legends on there. But I, I think he fit a spot. I think he did good. Yeah, so. but, um, but number two is I think the main reason that they ended up trading Chris Webber is because I don't think that Chris Webber and Shaq would have meshed. Chris Webber and Shaq were both guys down low who would score in the paint and – I mean, they're kind of relatable. Chris Webber is like a mix of Tim Duncan and Shaq. He's like a, he's like the size of Tim Duncan, and he's like he can do like shooting from like mid range like Tim can, but he's also a dominant presence like Shaq down low. So I think with them both trying to get boards, I don't think either of them would have turned out that great, and there might have been a feud, and they might have had to choose either or one or the other, or traded them both because of how unhappy they would have been. So I think it really meshed well with them getting a point guard that could play along Shaq, assist, and score. Yeah, and I don't think – I mean, that was a that was a really good decision, but I don't think they even knew what they got, I mean, at the time. You never really know when it's draft day. Which, Penny so. was still third overall pick, so Penny wasn't some pushover that you just got off the street. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so um, the next category, you said the, the worst – yeah. So, all right. Well, let's count it down. Um, number three. Who do you have for that? Number three is in 2016, where they selected Demontis Sabonis, and then immediately traded him to the Oklahoma City Thunder. In which he didn't do much on the Thunder, but he ended up becoming an All Star on his next team, the Pacers. So it really, really bit them in the back because at the time they had, you know, Aaron Gordon as their starting power forward. And they really, I mean, when I remember when Gordon was on, like when he got selected to go there, they thought, oh, here's the next, almost like the next Dwight Howard. Here's the next. He did okay, but he really didn't. I don't, I don't think he really shined in Orlando. Not, not what I remember. He was a good dunker. That's it. Yeah. So, okay. So who do you got for uh, the second worst, uh, worst pick? Second worst is in 2013, where they selected Victor Oladipo at second overall pick. Okay over the eventual 15th overall pick, two-time MVP, and All-NBA first-team member this year, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. Um, and I don't I don't know if you know this. I mean, did because Oladipo is a decent player, um, but obviously he's not Giannis. Um, did, I mean, when they first came out, because I know that Giannis had to kind of build up his his presence and build up like he wasn't just, you know, like he didn't come out of the gate like, like Shaq did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was Oladipo, like, I guess, higher ranked than him at the time? Or was that something Oladipo that... was in, like, top three rankings all around. That's why he went second overall pick. And, honestly, they had one of the worst picks in NBA history at number one overall, which was for Cleveland. And that was Anthony Bennett. And he, he – we'll talk about him in another video. All I'm saying, though, is that – there was really, if you look at the top three, Victor Oladipo was the best in the top three because you had Anthony Bennett, Victor Oladipo, and Otto Porter Jr. Okay. I mean, that's the one that I know the most of that name would be uh, Oladipo. But, um, but yeah, so basically it, was, it wasn't that Oladipo was a terrible pick per se, but they kind of missed out on an even better player is what you're saying. Yeah. 
But um, but moving on to number one, in 2015, the Orlando Magic selected Mario Hazonia. Do you even know who that is? I have. This is the first time I am today years old when I heard that name. We so. used to joke because we saw his name on 2K. We used to say Mario Lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> no, I've never heard that name before. But so, they, yeah, that's it, it's it's always bad. And it definitely when you look at some of these past things, like you've been looking, you know, you know, these things or we've been looking things up. Um, it really speaks to you when you look at some of these draft picks and it's somebody that you don't even recognize the name. Like, yeah. I, you know, when you said that, I'm like, who? So I mean that's definitely for them to be a top. What, what was it? What was the pick? Was I he think the, he was the, number the five. Ones? Okay, but um, but there were a lot of players that like better players that he was chosen over. But um, but the main notable one is Devin Booker. So, oh wow! Considering okay. that the Magic could have had, in my opinion, he's one of the best shooting guards in the league today. But I mean. Imagine what he could have done if he does it on the Suns. What could he have done on the Magic? I mean, okay, you're talking thirty points a game. Like, yeah, wow, okay, all right. Well, what, uh, what, uh, what's the next category? What we're going to talk about with the Orlando Magic. Next category, I'm going to. This is going to be a quick category. I'm just going to tell you like where they originated, like how they started. Okay, so their origin. So, what can you tell us about the Magic? Because I actually don't know this stuff. This is actually very quick. Because, um, I mean, they were one of the two teams that were created in 1989, which that was the Orlando Magic and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And, I mean, they've stayed the same name since. So, it's not that complicated. Okay. So, not really, like, moves like some of the other teams that we've talked yeah, about or will talk about. Yeah, that was pretty much categories. it. Okay. All right. So, what do you have next for us? So next, I'm going to talk about their best team ever and worst team ever, which this is a rel- relatively like quick one, too. We're getting through their quick ones here. Um, but so their best team ever was in 1996 when they posted a record of 60-22, and 22, a franchise record. And that's when I'm pretty sure they had just traded Shaq. They probably still had Penny. They probably... By that time, might have had like Grand Hill. Or so they something. got their they got their best record when they traded Shaq. That's actually a surprise right there. It's either they traded Shaq or they kept him for like half the season because that is the season that like, like Orlando like nineteen ninety six is when like they traded him. So it was either the next season when they traded him or that season. So okay, either way, and, and it also being their best season, you're saying whether record and things like that, because the Magic never won a championship, right? No, but they've been to the finals twice. Okay. Now there. Now, now was this year the one you're talking about? Was that a, a finals year? Uh, no. Oh wow! Their finals okay. year was in 1995. It was 95 or 94. I'm positive. I'm almost positive that it's 94, 95. Um, but anyways, their worst team ever is in 1990, the year 1989 to 1990, the year they got created. Um, it was 18 and 64. Holy cow. Worst. And that's when they had like nobody, like, I think they might've had like Nick Anderson or something like it was like, okay. So they, I mean that, that year they got beat up, Mm -hmm. beat up hard. Okay. All right. Well, um, 
So what what's the next uh, thing you want to talk about with this team? Next category, we're going to talk about their all-time team. Oh, it's time for that. It's time for the all-time mm-hmm. team countdown. Okay. Now, here's so, so everybody that uh, you know, viewers, listeners already um, will know that uh, this is what we do. Anybody new to the podcast, um, basically for this section, what we're going to do is when we do all all-time team. We pick a top five, you know, point guard to center, and then a sixth man as well. And for this section. Beckham picks his, I pick mine, we share, but this is something that we, it's kind of a nice little surprise because this is something that we share together on the podcast. So we haven't previously seen this. So we just kind of see what we matched up with, what we didn't. So uh, Beckham, do you want to get it started? Yeah, but right before I can get you guys started, I have one thing to say, because when I create my list, I don't know about my dad here, but when I create my like list for this, I always do true positions. So I wouldn't have, like, if you're saying, like, the Rockets, like, James Harden and Tracy McGrady and Kawhi Drex were all in, like, the same lineup. On the same team. Yeah, because we agree, we agree the with that. Position, yeah, so. we agree with that early on. They're going to – they're only going to be matched with true position. So, um, not to kind of bunch up a certain position with a bunch of different players, which can actually – on some of these teams isn't too bad, but on some of them it's going to make it very difficult because you might have three point guards or three centers or three – and we're just picking our best one. So let's get it started, Beckham. What do you have for point guard? So point guard, I have Anthony Penny Hardaway. And, I mean, this is a pretty obvious pick. As we talked about earlier, he kind of – I mean, he was the Magic's point guard. Yeah. I mean, if you think – if you if you say Orlando Magic, you say point guard, he's the first one you pick. So, um, yeah. I mean, no argument there. That's 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 my first pick, too. So, I mean, that's I think that's a pretty easy pick. So, that's for both of us. So, so. you start off on the shooting guard. Shooting guard. Okay. Um, all right. Well, shooting guard, I am going with Tracy McGrady. Yep. That's who I have, too. I mean, all right. <laughs> Tracy McGrady was all-time scorer on the Magic. You even have Kobe, if you ever – like Kobe Bryant's book, Mamba Mentality. If you've ever read that book, then you know that in one of the sections where he's talking about Tracy McGrady, he says – that he literally played like magic, and he is the hardest person that he's ever had to defend. So coming um, from and, and he's played a lot. Of, I mean, how many years did Kobe play? Like, Kobe what, played like fifteen years, or like something? twenty years. Oh, twenty. Okay. I mean, somebody that's played a really long time. That's that's such a high achievement to say they're the worst or hardest or you know things like that. He's so. even played against Jordan, like AI Jordan, Dwayne Wade, like. He's played against some of the great all-time scorers, and he's a Tracy McGrady of all people from the Magic was the hardest to defend. So that tells you something. That's crazy. Okay. All right. Well, why don't you tell me the first one then? You start off with uh, small forward. My small forward, this was probably the toughest position on the whole list because Magic haven't had that many great small forwards over the years. I agree. But, um, but if I had to choose one, I'd say Grant Hill just because – he got like an all-star appearance with the Magic, and I mean, I don't think there might have been one other Magic small forward that's done that, but Grant Hill, he was just plagued by injuries during his time there, so that's really the whole reason why I was super hard too, but let's see who you have. Um, actually, I almost agree. I don't. I, I actually picked somebody else, but um, the one that I picked, and I'll explain, the one I picked is Hedo Turkoglu. That was going to be my runner-up. If I even said that close to right. I think people that are actually basketball fans know what I'm saying, but I <laughs> yeah. probably said it wrong. Um, no, at the time where he was good, I mean, he was on the team, and he was. there was a time where the Magic had little else but him. 
like he kind of was the star on the magic at the time and he was very good. Um, the only reason that I did not pick Grant Hill because I, I'm a very, I'm a big fan of Grant Hill. I think he does a great job. The thing is, is when he when Grant Hill was on the Magic, he was play like you said, he was plagued with injuries. So he didn't play a lot. If you look at his games and stuff like that, he really didn't play that much. He's a bigger star, but he didn't play that much because he it was it was just that time when he was hit with injuries. So that's that's why I picked uh, I think Hedo is how you say it. That's yeah, how, that's how I picked him. So the only reason I did not choose him is because. I mean, Grant Hill's a bigger star, but when he actually played, he had a bigger impact than Hedo because he actually, I think he averaged like 20 plus points a game when he actually played. So that's like all-star caliber, whereas Hedo around, he averaged around like 15, 14 on his career with the Magic. So, um, so I mean, it's debatable. Plus, Hedo actually started when... And like Grant Hill was injured, like, and that's when he got most of his recognition is because Grant Hill was like Grant Hill was injured, and it was like they had no one else, so it was really him. Yeah, so I think I think that was probably our hardest. I mean, so far, I mean that that that's been the for me of the all time lineup. That was the one where it kind of went back and forth. And that's the whole reason I pick Hedo, just because of the fact of you know with Grant Hill's injury. So all right, well, um, so. You get it started. I get it started with the power forward. Okay. Um, power forward, and this could be debatable as well, because there there has been a few. Um, power forward, I pick Horace Grant. So did I. Okay. All right. Hey, high five. All right. <laughs> okay. We're, we're pretty close, except for that small forward. So um, I just think when Horace Grant was on there, he was one of the leaders. He was one of the impact players. Um, if you want to say big three, if they had it, whatever. When they were going to the finals and going – they, I mean, his his play alone on there. I mean, it it carried over. You know, he was on the Bulls and stuff, and then it carried over to uh, to the, to the Magic. And I think also because one of the big teams they were going against was the Bulls. It's almost like he had when he got traded. He, he almost took it as like a chip on the shoulder, and so he got even tougher. I think on the Magic. It's just that I mean, he was going against Jordan. You know, yeah. Plus, so, he actually beat Jordan one year. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, he, but I mean, so I, I, power forward, I think he's a solid pick. So, yeah, but the whole reason with Horace Grant, why I mainly did it is because, I mean, the whole thing about being Jordan, he might have came back and been like, yeah, he's like, okay. Like, he's not like the best Jordan he's ever been, but he's still, he's still a really good basketball player and he beat him. So, um, but somebody I think who could take this spot in the future is the number one overall pick this year, Paolo Banquero, because he actually, through this summer league, he's been showing some major potential averaging over 20 points a game. So I think it's not as hard as you think it'd be to be like better than Horace Grant on the Magic just because he was put in that role. But I think it's definitely going to be – it's still going to be hard. Well, and another one that I think was a, a possible consideration. Um, he wasn't up there all the way, but it was a possible consideration um, that I've seen on several lists. Um, Dwight Howard comes in as power forward on several lists. I no. know I know he was a center. And so I'm just saying some of them say center slash power forward. But again, we're trying to go with true positions. And he really is a center. That's what he does. But he's listed on several things as power forward. And so, I mean, I just, I know him as a center. So that's why I was like, no, Horace Green is a true power forward. And so that's, that got him there. So, um, 
All right, we're our last position. I don't think this is really a debate, but we can you see. You want to say it on three? One, two, three. Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Shaq Diesel, I mean, <laughs> he was the Orlando Magic. He was several teams that he was on. I mean, um, the uh, you know the superstar Godzilla, I mean, he, he just dominated from minute one of being in there. And, I mean, there, there's a few players that can go up against him. Um, as far as pure athletic ability, you got like David Robinson. You got as far as basketball smarts, I think you got like Hakeem. You got, but when Shaq is there and Shaq's in the middle, like like we've discussed, we've talked about this several times. The only person I ever saw stop Shaq is Rodman. That's the only one that I've ever like. Rodman, Not even Hakeem. Rodman frustrated him so, but well, Hakeem was like I said. I think Hakeem's basketball IQ was better, so he would go toe to toe with him. But I mean, he's like twice the size of Rodman, and I mean, of course, we're going to talk about him more and more. He's one of our. You know, me and my son are both you know favorite players. Yeah. Um, but it was just something that he's the only one I ever saw that stopped Shaq. And because nobody could, nobody could. I mean, it was just no. like try to stop me and you're not going to. He just plowed through, I mean, actually a decent amount of good centers. It didn't matter. He still went right through them. So I mean, I, I don't think that's even a question of who that is. So now our last one, I'll ask, I'll I'll put it to you first, um, Beckham. Who would you put for our sixth man? Because I don't think that's always that obvious. They're, they, they, the Magic have not been superstar. You know, it's not like a Lakers, Celtics type team. But looking through our list, they've had a decent amount of players. The reason with me, six man for me is obvious, just because he wasn't able to be put at power forward because that's not his true position. I put Dwight Howard. I got the same thing. <laughs> the thing is, um, I, I think in most lists he might have been starting center, but he's not going to start over Shaq. He won three straight Defensive Player of the Years. Like it wasn't just three spread out; it was three straight, and that that's really impressive considering all the defensive talent that was in the league at the time. Like that's insane. He won like more than Rodman. Rodman won two Defensive Player of the Years. That's crazy. So, okay, all right. Well, that's that's our our team. So I think we only had the one position that kind of kind of wavered back and forth. But I mean, it was really a toss up. So yeah, but I have one more category now. Okay, so what's what's the what's the last category you got there then? Last category is me just discussing their current lineup to you because my dad hasn't checked the news lately on the NBA. But um, about, yeah, this like, is this is new news players. to me. I don't really keep up with this like you do. So who? What's the current lineup? You know the the present lineup that we have for so, Orlando Magic. So the court the current lineup for the Orlando Magic at point guard they have Cole Anthony, who actually was a good rookie last year, but he's like, well, no, he's a third year. He's coming up on his third year. So actually, I meant to say good rookie like two years ago, but he was really, he was taken back a couple spots in the draft. He probably should have gone like top like seven, but he went like, he was like pick 15 because of his injuries. He barely played at UNC. So that really held him back in that situation, but he's averaging around a solid like 15 points a game. That's range. So yeah, he's their starting point guard. And then starting shooting guard is one of their newer rookies, Caleb Houston, who did better in the summer league. He was actually one of the best players like in the summer league. But, I mean, still, this is probably their weakest position on this list. But um, 
But small forward is Franz Wagner, who was a good rookie last year, averaging around 15 points, 16 points a game. And, I mean, he took it to, like, some of the best players in the league. Like, Really? He would take it to, like, DeMar DeRozan and take it to, like, like even the likes of, like, LeBron or something like that. He'd average, like, 20 points on them. So it's like towards the end of the season, he started being better, like getting better and better, but he started out kind of rough. But in the end, it was – yeah, it was better. But um, power forward, we have the dude I talked about earlier, the number one overall pick, Paolo Boncato. And he – I mean, he looks like he's going to be a star. Like with how this past summer league, which again, I don't know why. If you kept up with the summer league, I don't know why they benched him. <laughs> like a couple games in, he was doing awesome, but I'm not the magic. So, <laughs> yeah, they might have bigger plans. You never know. Yeah, but um, my last position on this is center, and that is Wendell Carter Jr., who's actually been a solid center, averaging around like. The fourteen points, ten rebounds a game type. He's been okay. He's been pretty solid, and I think he's kind of underrated because they never talk about him. Like you never hear his name. So really, on this list, I mean, what you've what you've said, it sounds like a lot of them are are decent. They're not great, but they're decent players. But hopefully, that uh, that Paulo that you're talking about is going to be their impact player. That's hopefully going to take them. Yeah, the thing about all these players, though, they are all, all in. I unless Wendell is not. They are all like five years and under players that have been in the league. Okay, and the rest of them, other than Paul, other than um Wendell, have been in the league either starting to come into the league now or been in the league for two years. So, okay, well that's a young team, and and really, if I mean, you know how that works. If you have a lot of cohesiveness and and team unity, if they're able to bring that together, that even you don't have to have the best players to be able to have that team unity and figure it out and win games. That could happen, but. Another one of my thoughts is it could go downhill because they don't have as much veteran leadership, which sometimes you okay. need that on a team. True. And they don't really have the best coach. So Okay. But anyway, who, who, who's their current coach? Um I think it might be Steve Clifford. It might be someone else though, but I know he's he's one of the lower ranked coaches. Okay. Well, let's see. I mean, let's let's hope they can turn it around. So all right, well, so recap this episode for us. Summarize it. What, what have we been talking about today? So we've been talking about the top three best draft day decisions in which were Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway, and Dwight Howard. We talked about the top three worst draft day decisions, which was Mario Hazonia over Devin Booker, DeMontis Sabonis to the Thunder, and Victor Oladipo over Giannis. We talked about our all-time teams in which we unanimously chose Penny Hardaway, a point guard, Shooting guard, Tracy McGrady, power forward, Horace Grant, center Shaq, and six-man Dwight Howard, yet disagreed on the small forward position in which I chose Grant Hill and he chose Hito Turkoglu. The Orlando Magic have been around since 18, well, since 1989 and have kept the same name until 2022. And their best team ever was in 1996 where they posted a 60-22 and 22 record. Their worst team ever was in 1990, where they posted an 18 and 64 record. And their current lineup is point guard Colton Anthony, shooting guard Caleb Houston, 
Small forward Franz Wagner, power forward Paulo Boncaro, and center Wendell Carter Jr. Anyways, that was it. So thank you for listening to The Basketball Kid. And remember, I'm Beckham. And I'm his dad. And this was The Basketball Kid.